0: Can't get enough Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash. Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now, ladies and gentlemen.
1: One hundred four point one. Hello, good morning. How
2: you doing? Today FM. What's up, podcasters? What's up? What's up? What's up? MC to the A to the yeah, S to yeah, the yeah. H with ya.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I hope you had a, or have you, are having, have had a wonderful Thursday. Or maybe it's Friday and you're a day late. Yeah. cool too. Why Some not? You know, you them listen
0: up. to the podcast in your own time. We don't mind. As long as you listen, maybe yeah. you're like one of those people that saves them all up. And then on a weekend when you've got Boom. nothing to do, bang, 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 bang.
2: We're talking about surprise boners in a couple of minutes. That's yeah, really that happens. That's fun, isn't it? That happens. Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tag. And if you are
0: like a conspiracy theorist or, you know, Do aliens exist? Yeah. Are
2: they a thing? Well, I didn't think they did, and now I think they do after today's guest.
0: We spoke to a guy. His name is Jeremy Corbell. He's done a doco. It's on Netflix, and he's spoken to a guy that claims, or in Jeremy's mind, definitely Mm. did work in the Area 51 wider compound, Yeah, and it was his job to work out how these flying sources were powered.
2: Yeah, because they had them, nine of them.
0: Nine, nine. Apparently, one of them. Didn't even come like they don't. The thing was they didn't. They didn't tell the employees Mm -hmm. all of the information. They were just given a a bit piece, and they used to feed them incorrect info so that if leaks got out, they knew who would do it. But but they they one of the UFOs didn't come from the sky. It came from an archaeological dig.
2: So that means it's really
0: old. It had been here on the earth for. God, knows, Who's how God knows how with the Egyptians. Oh.
2: Maybe the Egyptians were aliens because you know the pyramids. Them. Well how'd so- they build them? Exactly. No one like, still no one look knows. Look at what's
0: going on in Sydney right now. We can't even can't build an apartment tram tower. Tram
2: line for They've built. These perfectly yeah. geometrical it's crazy.
0: pyramids that are still here now. Sorry, if you don't
2: know much about yeah. them, just Google how were the pyramids made. You'll have your mind yeah. blown.
0: But the entire unedited chat with Jeremy Corbell, or all about Area Fifty One mm. before this Facebook thing that's happening before they storm, storm it on oh, the. Actually, the best part about this, what do you say? It's like a two and a two and a half million people half now. million people have signed up to storm it to find it. There's a there's another Facebook um, yeah. invite that's going around for the Australians because. Area 51 is on the other side of the world. Currently has 38,000 people interested Solid. that are going. Um, It's called Swim from Sydney to Area 51 because can't afford plane tickets. All right. Why not? Australia.
2: Enjoy yeah. the podcast, guys.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM Breakfast.
3: Maybe it's a brand new day.
0: Grant Denya, Ed Cavalli, and Ash London.
3: One, one, two, three, go! The rest of my life goes star
4: today.
2: Good morning, you beautiful humans. Hope you've slept well. Hope you are ready for another fantastic day on planet Earth. Dads are still away. So today the kids will play. Oh, boy. Oh boy. And we, we certainly are getting up to no good mm-hmm. today, MC, because I'm looking at the board in front of us in which we've planned today's show. And can you read out what it says... On for our second content break today. Okay,
0: all it says is... So, in radio, when you ask for listeners to call up, we call it a phona, phona. in the biz. It says... Bonafona.
2: Bonafona. So, that's Bonafona. happening. Uh, plus... Very, very soon. Just stick around for
0: that. You could have the chance to win... Mm. 110 million dollars on the show gosh, today yeah
2: 110 uh-huh. that's got to be the most money that yep. any radio show has ever given away in the history write that
0: up daily mail There's oh my your headline.
2: gosh there you go it is all happening today on today event breakfast we kick it off with categories your chance to score our one year gym membership worth up to a thousand bucks
0: the best part about it is you can take a mate, train for a year for free and this is the easiest game possible don't worry it's much easier than 15 minutes on a treadmill
2: Absolutely. So we'll do an example. So, MC, you have got five seconds to name me three Lego items that you own. Harry Potter Castle, Voltron, and Millennium Falcon. There you go. Easy as that. You would have won. Yep. A so, gym membership.
0: if you want to go to the gym for free an entire year, call us now. Easiest game on planet Earth thirteen ten sixty. It's all for Crunch Fitness, the original no judgments gym with everything under one room. We will do that
1: next. New category. Next category. How many categories? It is a
2: very simple premise. We mm-hmm. give you a category, and you give us three things that fit into that category in five seconds. That's it. Remember, categories when you're a mm-hmm. kid. That game, yeah. I was so good at it. We recently played that with my husband and his nieces and nephews. And one of them, who I guess is about six, um, the letter was A, and we went through, and he just he just say it was like type of car. He wrote a Toyota, ah, <laughs> oh, something, oh, and you had to give it to him because I was like, he's oh, smart. What a legend, April Incranella. You're having a great Thursday morning so far. Beautiful.
1: Yes, I am. Thank
0: you. That's what
2: we like to hear. Okay, you ready to go? Ready to go. By okay.
0: the way, you get this right: gym membership free for a year. That's yours, and you can train with a buddy. Yes, that was
2: yay exercise. Uh. <laughs> okay, April, you have five seconds to name three types of martial arts.
4: Um,
2: USC karate and oh, oh. oh. you were so good, so close. Sorry, April. Lisa's up next, and Lisa is a first timer, so she gets a cool little song. <laughs> How you going today, babes? Lisa. Lisa. Yes. Oh, here we are, darling girl. Okay. Mm. You've got five seconds to name three AFL teams.
1: Oh,
3: no.
2: Swans, uh, Fitzroy, and, oh. uh, and They haven't been Fitzroy in yeah. 20 years, darling. Oh, I don't, I don't follow. I tell <laughs> yeah. me NRL. I could have given it to you. Who do you, not, who you, do do you back in league? The really? roosters. and I will yeah. forgive you, Dale. Have a good morning. Up next, we've got Thomas, another first-timer from Greenacre. How you going, Tomo? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. Who do you go for in the footy?
3: Man, I wish you had asked me of all those questions.
2: Ah, oh, you would have got <laughs> that easy. All right, well, let's easy. try with this one, Tomo. You've got yeah. five seconds to name three Sydney beaches.
0: Cranulla. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> th- th- Thomas, how long have you lived in Sydney, buddy? Uh,
1: 55 years.
0: 35 yeah. years. Uh-oh. Bondi. Uh, Bronte, apparently a few people know about it. Manly, Freshwater, maybe. Manly,
2: Maroubra, Coogee. Yeah. There's
0: a couple around.
2: Balmoral even. It's a small beach, but it's still good. Oh. We've beaten the system today. Yeah. Well, no one wins. That's it's just... It was kind of of stingy, (laughs) doesn't it? One Sydney Bay. You know what? We'll make up for the fact that we no one won because before seven o'clock I mean, we're giving someone the chance to win 110 million. This is true.
0: Not to downplay a gym membership, no. but you could be like a hundred and ten millionaire on the show this morning. So if you're not. I don't know. I think just say multi-millionaire. Actually, that makes a lot more sense. Oh, really uh,
2: bloody rich. <laughs> so over our two-week holiday, I went to Japan with mm-hmm. my husband. It was an awesome place. And we were very lucky. We uh, saved up our frequent flyer points and we upgraded to business Ooh, class. You to the plane, yeah, It was very nice. And you get pyjamas. Now, the pyjamas aren't like a thick flannelette. They're more of a flimsy cotton okay. situation. Nice and light because it can get quite warm Breathable, on the plane. Very, flexible, very comfortable. Very, delightful. So most people in business class, if it's an overnight flight, will actually get into their pyjamas before takeoff. So you kind of look around and everyone's in matching pyjamas like yep. some sort of a strange cult. Yep. Uh-huh. But you feel like it, it's a cool cult. Give each
0: other that nod going, I yeah, get it. We I made it. it.
2: We but, made it in life. Yeah. Yeah, sleep well, brother. <laughs> So um I don't don't fly well so obviously I'm I'm not sleeping I'm putting the pajamas on but I'm just getting comfy looking out out the the window window, yeah yeah, because all I do is look out I don't watch movies I don't do anything but look out the window and count down till sunrise Mm -hmm. so uh the morning comes around and obviously I'm the only one in the in the cabin that's awake um there's kind of a bit of light petering through and it's it's nice and the man in front of us uh got up to use the bathroom. Now I I have a husband, so I know what happens sometimes in the morning when guys wake up, especially when they need to do do a wee. Full bladder, it's full bladder on parts of your body and all happening. Um, but I wasn't prepared to look up and see the quite large man, like he's a, he's a built fella, okay. uh, step up out of his seat and and walk towards me with one hell of a boner. So it was. And it's the flimsy pyjamas, you can imagine. No protection. No protection. Was he
0: not wearing underwear,
2: do we think? Was there nothing caging said? He would have had underwear on because they reused those pyjamas. But still, it was – and I'm like – elbowing Adrian he, up, and Adrian up. opens his eyes and he sees and he looks at me and, and ducking I'm ducking like, for cover as it, it was crazy past. I saw he had a boner on an aeroplane
0: and this is the thing like sometimes like it just happens it's not a sexual thing it could be you need to go to the toilet sometimes that, it just it just arrives at the most unopportune time it's but there so are things there me. are things that you can do about it the classic thing is to tuck it into the top hem of your shorts or your pants so oh. like don't lift up for the bags out of the overhead oh, locker oh hell no and don't see your belly because it'll hell look like a little no. blister out the top of your pants
2: now, no, no, no. Happens. We have our own resident perv here on the team, our producer Laurent. You've no doubt had a surprise bonus somewhere you shouldn't have, duh. Yeah, look, frequently on the school bus. Not going to lie,
4: while you're at school, when you're like at school, fourteen-year-old
2: oh me God, and they, not a vibrating <laughs> school bus. It was a what? horrible combination. <laughs> what do you mean a vi- with the vibration on It's
0: the, the vibrations. And that's what happens on the plane as well. Every flight I reckon I've ever been on.
2: Every flight. Every
0: flight. Because the plane's moving and you're trying to sit still and everything's shaking and jiggling.
2: And you get a boner. Yes.
0: But my advice Wait. would be always tuck up, never tuck down.
2: Ted, get, get Ted on the intercom. Another map. Ted, does this make sense to you? Do you get bonus when you're on public transport?
0: No, he's by himself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right now, if there was ever a time to dial thirteen ten sixty, it is clearly yeah. right now.
2: We'll only call it if you want to win one hundred and ten million dollars. Oh yeah, if you don't, if you want, to don't, win don't that, want to win that, just I don't know, just, just maybe you've got it already. Listen.
0: Yeah, but if you if you want the chance to win one hundred and ten mil, now is the time to call us on thirteen ten sixty because
2: we've gone out
0: and. Yeah. Bought a stack a lottery of, lot of yeah, tickets. Yeah, it's for you. clearly not in today of budget. We, oh, oh boy. yeah, nah. oh boy. Here's
2: the thing: you want to win the 110 milli, but also now's like not the time to go and buy a lottery ticket because no. now's when everyone does it. You know what I mean?
0: I feel like is this is this the biggest Powerball jackpot Who ever? Knows? It's always the biggest, isn't it? Whenever whenever you hear of these jobs, like you you spend it in your mind, right? So you oh, win obviously. the 110 milli,
2: it lands in your bank account tomorrow. First thing you do, I would. Pay my mom's mortgage. Do you come to work? No, you'd never hear from me again. Or I would, would you, literally never see you again. Would
0: you not come to work for one day
2: to gloat and then jump on the plane and leave? Nah, I'd literally jump on the plane. I mean, sexy vibe. I'd come. You know what? Sexy vibe. I just got engaged, so I'd I'd pay for her wedding. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'd disappear to Italy. Jamie in Spring Farm. <laughs> what would you do with one hundred and ten million dollars?
1: Uh, finally stop renting and actually get a house oh, in
2: Sydney. wouldn't that be good to buy a house in Sydney? My dream. All the houses, actually,
0: no, you couldn't. <laughs> you could buy three houses in Sydney, <laughs> let's be honest.
2: Well, Jamie, we are going to give you a ticket, um, but you've got to promise if you win the jackpot, you've got to give us at least like a million dollars. Like what? Right? A, yeah, if
0: you win, what, what, what's
2: our cut? 10% I
1: reckon. Um... Oh,
0: maybe like point zero zero one percent. You're joking, James. Can we rescind? The, can we? Can we take the? Uh, have the ticket, darling.
1: <laughs> <though. laughs> take
2: it. Good luck, Nathan and Angadine. If you win the hundred and ten milli, what percentage are you going to give to us?
4: Uh, I'd give you point, f- uh, point oh five. You
2: bloody tight ass. 005 percent of a hundred. What is that though?
0: What's point oh five percent of a hundred and ten That's five million dollars. Mil? Oh, I'll take it! Yeah, you can have a ticket. Yeah,
2: no is Five hundred thousand. It's five hundred thousand dollars. Too no, early. Wait, gave okay. it right, too late. Belinda in grey stains. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? We are so good. Have you ever? Have you ever won anything before? Like money? Um,
3: I won last week's in the lottery, and I won thirteen dollars and twelve cents. Oh, you don't need Belinda! <laughs> you living <laughs> the high <life. laughs> I can buy my lunch for a day. <laughs>
2: Well, we are going to give you a lot of tickets. Good luck. Uh, Thank th- you, think guys. Think of us much. if you win. Good on you, darling. I will.
3: Thank
0: you. And as always, gamble responsibly. Starring as offered in The Handmaid's Tales, Elizabeth Moss. This is Elizabeth Moss. Please welcome Elizabeth Moss. All right, the third season of Handmaid's Tale is out now, so it's a massive welcome to the star of the show, Elizabeth Moss. Hi, how are you guys? Yeah, we're good. All right, now you've won two Emmys. Where do you keep them?
1: <laughs> I have a shelf in my apartment in New York. And they're on the top of it because they're kind of tall. So they only fit on the top shelf. Um, so. Specially made shelves for <laughs> I love Emmys.
0: That. I love that. Did you bring they're... your
2: Emmys to the shelf <laughs> store when they said how high do you need them? And You just pass them the Emmy and you About just yay to fit high. that on. Thanks.
1: <laughs> no, this is just a store bought shelf. Uh, and they just happen to go on the top because they're on the taller side. Um. That's I great. like that. I like we're that they're so, not in a toilet somewhere. It's good.
0: Your IMDb is fascinating because you've done so much work. You are the only person who has worked with Nicole Kidman, Angelina Jolie, and Hulk Hogan. So,
1: congratulations. <laughs> 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 the Holy Trinity. It's the Holy Trinity. It's you know, a some people thing. are like Al Pacino. Yeah. Sleep. I'm like, no, I feel like Hulk Hogan is something that we really want to explore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, Elizabeth, we have so many of our
2: listeners who uh, love you and love the show. So we have got some fan questions that have come through. And the first one... Hey, it's Rachel from Oyster Bay.
3: Since you're the executive producer, is there an actor or actress that you'd like to have on Handmaid's Tales? Oh, gosh,
1: that's an interesting question. Hulk Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Hulk Hogan. I feel okay. like that—that's season season four. Oh wow, Hulk Hogan. I mean, I would I would film
2: I would record that on my TV. Definitely, that's appointment watching. All right, let's get to our next listener question. Hey, it's Adele from Camden. Why are there no pets on Handmaid's Tales? I think
1: there are. I think they have shown I feel like we've. I've gotten this question before. Um... I think we've showed dogs. I haven't really seen any cats. No, one likes um, cats. Oh no, you've got cats. Sorry, sorry, I've got cats. Oh my, god. Oh, oh my god! I'm sorry. How dare you. I love all animals. It was, it was going so well. I, uh, I think the only. I think the only answer is that that. There's a, lot, there's a lot to worry about in Gilead. Um, there's a lot to deal with. And I feel like yeah, exactly. walking the dog and feeding, you know, the parrot isn't necessarily... They're not necessarily, like, the highest priorities. Last question. Here we go. <laughs>
3: Hi, it's Frances from Narendra, I just wanted to know,
1: do you read the reviews? Uh, only if they're good. <laughs> Yay! Which they <laughs> always was, are. For I your stuff, actually, they always are. Yeah, no, I... I I try. I try not to because of the thing. I was actually just talking to somebody about this yesterday. Because of the thing that you believe the good ones and you don't believe the bad ones, yeah. so it's like kind of get into like feeling a little hypocritical. So yeah. I I try not to. I find that eventually you get an idea of whether or not something is going over well or not going over well. Yeah. Um, but you can't. You can't start thinking the good ones are right and then no. the bad ones no, aren't. It doesn't true, really work it? that way. No. Good no. on you. Thank cool. you so much, you. Elizabeth. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Have a good day or evening or whatever the time it is there. We will. Come,
2: <laughs> come back for a sixth time to Sydney, okay? We'll put on a nice lunch. We'll go down to the beach. It'll be lovely. Okay, good. Sounds good. Bye.
1: All right. Thanks so much, you guys. Take care. Bye. <laughs>
0: miss any of today fm breakfast with grant ed and ash download the today fm app and get the catch up podcast now
1: ladies and gentlemen 104.1 hello good morning how you
4: I think there's probably life in the universe. Come to terms with the fact that not only are we not alone, but the contact has been occurring.
2: Investigative filmmaker Jeremy Kenyon
0: Lockyer-Corbell. Jeremy Corbell.
2: MC, everybody on the internet uh, is talking at the moment about bloody Area 51. 1.4 million
0: people have signed a petition to (laughs) storm it to finally discover the secrets that have been held there for years. And we're just... Why? Why? Why would you Why?
2: Well, even if only 500 of those people actually follow through with their plans, this could get very, very crazy. And on the on the line right now, we've got an investigative film dude. Is that the official word, your investigative film dude? We could, we could ask, he, ask him what his official him. title is. <laughs> Jeremy Corbell, <laughs> welcome to the show, mate.
4: Thank you so much for having me. It's actually 2.7 million people have oh subscribed to this crazy
0: event.
2: And yeah, we just woke up it, in Australia, sir.
0: So. This morning I read a story that the government now is saying we will defend, they're going to defend their territory. So, I mean, if this if this happens, this,
4: this could get ugly. Yeah, let me break it down for you. It comes from real frustration where people want light shed on UFO secrecy and we are aiming to transform this potential energy to 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 shed light on your first secrecy through art, music, film, and speakers.
2: Okay, so let's rewind a little bit because I know there's a lot of misconceptions, a lot of confusion around what the hell Area 51 actually is and what it is not. So you know so much about this, doing so many so many investigations over the past couple of years. What exactly is Area 51?
4: Okay, so first of all, my name is Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer-Corbell. I'm an investigative filmmaker. I make films of extraordinary beliefs. Area 51 is in the public consciousness because in 1989, investigative reporter George Knapp brought Bob Lazar out where he described... Trying to reverse engineer an alien propulsion system, a flying saucer. That's why the world knows about Area 51 is because of Bob Lazar and George Now bringing him forward in the news in 1989.
2: So, so Bob was like an engineer, right? And he was handed uh, a part of what we believe may be an alien spacecraft. And when you say reverse engineer, his job was to figure out what the hell it was and and how it worked. Yeah.
4: yeah? Yes, not maybe. He came forward with his report and account of being tasked with trying to reverse engineer a full-on propulsion system not from this Earth.
0: And amongst all of the things that that Bob said that he worked on and that he saw inside the Area 51 compound, there were nine spacecraft, right? And and they believe that one of them came from an archaeological dig, as though it didn't come from the skies. It was here all along. Is that right?
4: So... There were nine crafts that he personally, physically saw with his what? own eyes. He saw one in operation. However, he got to dismantle one. He got to work on one. It's not from here. And they, they allowed him to know that. Wowzers. And, you know,
0: like we have visions in our mind of what aliens may look like from from TV shows and that from over the years. But this this spacecraft that he was able to to work on personally... It was built for aliens that were half our size, right? They were, they were tiny little aliens that, that, that used these crafts.
4: Correct. So when he walked inside of the craft, that's when it dawned on him, none of this is a joke. The, the seats in the craft were made, what he said, for like children. They were half the size of a normal grown adult. In fact, they had a term within the military. They never said alien. They always referred to the builders of these crafts as the kids which must be some slang term. Yeah, must be some slang term, which is really interesting.
2: So that's at a different site in the kind of designation. So if all these people rock up to Storm Area 51, are they going to find anything, Jeremy?
4: No, there are no non-terrestrial technologies at Area 51 groom Lake proper. Some of us have been bringing forward true government documents within the Defense Intelligence Agency. We have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that we have non-terrestrial programs that we're working on trying to understand the power and the propulsion of these starships, these flying saucers. This is real. We have proven it.
0: Well, the documentary, if you haven't seen it yet, it's, it's incredible. It's on Netflix. It's called Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. It's on there now. Jeremy Corbell, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it, mate, and hopefully we will discover this truth.
4: Thank you. I think there's probably life in the universe. Come to terms with the fact that not only are we not alone, but the contact has been occurring. <laughs>
0: Investigative filmmaker Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer-Corbell. Jeremy Corbell. MC,
2: everybody on the internet uh, is talking at the moment about bloody Area 51.
0: 1.4 million people have signed a petition to <laughs> storm it, to finally oh. discover the secrets that have been held there for years. And we're just... Why? Why?
2: Why would you?
3: Why? Well,
2: even if only five hundred of those people actually follow through with their plans, this could get very, very crazy. And on the on the line right now. We've got an investigative film dude. Is that the official word, your investigative film dude? We
4: can ask <laughs> we'll him what his official <laughs> title is.
2: <laughs> Jeremy Corbell, welcome to the show, mate.
4: Thank you so much for having me. It's actually 2.7 million people have oh subscribed my God. to wow. this crazy event. And yeah, we just woke up
2: in Australia. so.
4: This morning I
0: read a story that the government now is saying we will defend government. You know, they're going to defend their territory. So, I mean, if this if this happens, this this could get ugly.
4: Yeah, let me break it down for you. So there was a kid that is not yet known to the public. I was able to find him. He started this meme because he saw me and Bob Lazar on the Joe Rogan show and watched my movie. So I've been communicating with him. We are not for this. This is a misguided plan. However, it comes from real frustration where people want light shed on UFO secrecy. And we are aiming to transform this potential energy into something good around the world on September 20th to, to, to shed light on UFO secrecy through art, music, film, and speakers.
2: Okay. So let's rewind a little bit because I know there's a lot of misconceptions, a lot of confusion around what the hell Area 51 actually is and what it is not. So you know so much about this, doing so many so many investigations over the past couple of years. For people here in Sydney – What exactly is Area 51?
4: Okay, so first of all, my name is Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer-Corbell. I'm an investigative filmmaker. I make films of extraordinary beliefs. So that's what I do. My site is extraordinarybeliefs.com. Everybody can figure out what's going on there. I broke stories before the New York Times, like the admission of current UFO programs with Commander David Fravor having chased a UFO. Area 51 is in the public consciousness Because in 1989, investigative reporter George Knapp brought Bob Lazar out where he described back engineering, trying to reverse engineer an alien propulsion system, a flying saucer. That's why the world knows about Area 51 is because of Bob Lazar and George Knapp bringing him forward in the news in 1989. That was the moment in time.
2: Yep. Yeah, so, Bob, so, so Bob was like an engineer, right? And he was handed uh, a part of what we believe may be an alien spacecraft. And when you say reverse engineer, his job was to figure out what the hell it was and, and how it worked, yeah?
4: yeah yes, n- not maybe. Bob Lazar is a physicist who worked at Los Alamos National Laboratory, He's been able to prove that. He came forward with his report and account of being tasked with trying to reverse wow. engineer. Not a piece, not maybe a full-on propulsion system not from this earth. And we've been able to prove in my movie through the lens of 30 years a lot of what Bob Lazar said. So this movie is going gangbusters on on Netflix and every platform right now. It's the number one documentary in the world. People are watching it. There's a movement that is very serious that has been built. I want to make sure that we do the right thing and that we channel this energy towards something positive. But, yes. That's what this is about.
0: And amongst all of the things that that Bob said that he worked on and that he saw inside the Area 51 compound, there were nine spacecraft, right? And and they believe that one of them came from an archaeological dig as though it didn't come from the skies. It was here all along.
4: Is that right? So there are no extraterrestrial technologies at Area 51 proper at Groom Lake, a sub-base of Area 51 still within the designation of Area 51 but south of there called Site 4. That is where all of the non-terrestrial programs that Bob Lazar had access to, that's where it was. And yes, there were nine crafts that he personally, physically saw with his own eyes. He saw one in operation. However, he got to dismantle one. He got to work on one. And that's what he knows most definitively. This fuel source and this technology it's not from here. And they, they allowed him to know that, mm. that it's not from here.
0: Wowzers. And, you know, like we have visions in our mind of what aliens may look like from, from TV shows and that from over the years. But this, this spacecraft that he was able to, to work on personally, it was built for aliens that were half our size, right? They were, they were tiny little aliens that, that, that used these crafts.
4: Correct. So by deductive logic, because, you know, Bob Bazar didn't get to meet an alien or anything. Mm. He was just shown the propulsion and the power system. It's very compartmentalized within our military. But when he walked inside of the craft, that's when it dawned on him, none of this is a joke. This is real. And indeed, the, the seats in the craft were made, what he said, for like children. They were half the size of a normal grown adult. In fact, they had a term within the military. They never said alien. They always referred to the builders of these crafts as the kids, which was, must be what? some slang term. Yeah, must be some slang so, term. which is really interesting.
2: So that's at a different site in the kind of designation. So if all these people rock up to Storm Area 51, are they going to find anything, Jeremy?
4: No, there are no ter- non-terrestrial technologies at Area 51 groom Lake proper. Additionally, they'll never make it inside. And additionally, that's not the way we're going to get the truth. Some of us, like George Knapp and myself, through our films and and news reporting, have been bringing forward true government documents within the Defense Intelligence Agency. We have proven, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that we have non-terrestrial programs that we're working on trying to understand the power and the propulsion of these starships, these flying saucers that travel using gravity wave amplification. This is not just lip service. This is real. We have proven it, and the mass media has started to pick up on it, with acknowledgement of the programs.
2: Now, I would imagine we know the government doesn't want people to know this is happening. They want to keep this quite contained. Have you ever felt like you are being surveillanced or watched? Has the government tried to interfere with the work that you're doing or have they just kind of let you do your thing?
4: Quite the opposite. Both my mentor in journalism, George Knapp, and I have sources that have helped us within every agency you can imagine around the world. We have been helped no one has ever threatened me a day in my life. Wow. The only thing that was terrifying, and you'll see it in my film, Bob Lazar and I, because I decided to do the, the, the film, we were surveilled by a multi-agency raid with audio and video and multiple strike force teams that been descended upon his shop what? to try to look for a piece of the fuel source that he claimed in 1989 that he got out from where it was being machined at Los Alamos for Site 4, which is within the Area 51 designation. So he was raided by a multi-agency raid. We have the paperwork to prove it. People thought I made it up for Uh. my film until we got the official documentation. So that did happen. That was the only time I felt my privacy was infringed upon. Other than that, people have been helping. Mm. There are people within the government that want to help. Senator Harry Reid has made some huge steps. Uh, Congressman, Senators, right now there are closed-door briefings Commander David Fravor, the pilot that chased the UFO for the United States government, when the Pentagon released the video of it, he has done congressional briefings, closed door Senate briefings. So there is a movement. It is for the people. I suggest everybody band together. Please, let's do this right. September 20th is an important date around the world in Australia and in America. We can do something beautiful, stay tuned, We're not storming an operational military base. We are going to create an event with art and music and education and our voices will be heard.
0: Well, the documentary, if you haven't seen it yet, it's it's incredible. It's on Netflix. It's called Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. It's on there now. Jeremy Corbell, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it, mate, and hopefully we will discover this truth.
4: No problem. My name is Jeremy Corbell. Find me on social media. Please tell me your ideas for September 20th. Let's do this. Appreciate you coming on, Sean, mate. mate. Thank you.
0: Can't get enough Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed, and Ash. Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today
2: FM. Uh, coming up next on 131060, we're asking a question, what toy is your partner precious about? We don't mean s- specific, like traditional sense of the word toy. That possession, that yeah. one thing that they own that they will not let you go near. Yeah, unless you're like MC's wife and you could use the word toy because is obsessed with? Lego. Lego, and she's not allowed to touch the it's Lego. It's an investment. <laughs>
0: and, and Lego arrived yesterday and it was the most exciting <laughs> thing ever. There was a crowd around. If I came home and she unboxed my Lego, I would be... <sighs>
2: So yeah, my, my husband's like this with his car, and it's not that he's precious. It's just that I'm a really bad driver. <laughs> so last week, my car wouldn't start at 5 a.m., and I texted him. I said, my car won't start expecting him to come out with his keys. He's yeah. like, I'll call you an Uber. And there's no Ubers. I'll call you a so cab. doing everything he possibly can <laughs> exactly. so that you don't get behind the wheel of his car. <laughs> so I give us a call on 131060. What toy is your partner? about. <laughs> on the 1060, we're talking about uh, partners and their toys. I mentioned before uh, the break that my husband gets a bit funny when I drive his car, and there is a reason for it, MC. You're a
0: horrible driver. <laughs> uh,
2: yes. And um, one time in particular, I borrowed his car to go to a baby shower, and I mounted a curb on the way home and didn't realize. Well, I realized I mounted the curb. How do you not know that you
0: mount a curb?
2: Well, I heard it mounted the curb, but then it just kept driving, and Got I was like, oh, I'm fine. Right. It turns out I um, hit the tire and the tire went flat, and I drove it for like 60 kilometres <laughs> on a flat tire. So Do you not ne- notice how go boom. Nah, broom. I was playing music. Okay. And then the next day, when we got in the car, we drove out of the driveway and it was like da doom, ga doom, ga So he has I every understand. right to
0: say don't drive his car. Touch yeah, my yeah, car,
2: that's fine. Orlando. Samantha understands in Port Kembla. Uh, what's your partner obsessed with that you? you're not allowed to touch? Hey, guys, it's his holy Davidson. Oh. I'm
3: absolutely
2: nowhere allowed near it. Where does it live? In the garage. Okay, and you can go into the garage, just not near the bike?
3: Yeah, just not near the
2: bike. Has there ever been a situation where someone's touched the bike? Or Is he's, there a reason? You know, a reason? No, he hasn't even given us a chance.
0: <laughs> oh ever been him. on it? Ever ridden it with him? Sorry, what was that? Ever ridden the bike with him? Is he taking you for a spin at least? Oh, no, no, no.
2: It's only a one-seater Harley Davidson. (laughs) Does he ride it or does it just sit there? Yes, yes. Every weekend he does. Oh, darling. Well, I feel for you, darling. Good luck, Samantha. And Natalie's up next. Another first-timer in Canterbury. Nat, what's your partner obsessed with that you're not allowed to touch? His golf clubs. No, why would you want to touch his golf club? I don't
1: want to touch them, but they live in the living room. What? What do you mean they live in the living room? Where? Near
2: the front door. Oh gosh, they've got to go in a garage or something. Natalie, come on.
1: Yes, I know.
2: And when you got together with him, did you know that he was a golf fan, or is this a a recent obsession? No, I
1: knew. I knew I was getting into
2: is it good in the bedroom because i would assume that men that play golf would be boring lovers would that be an adequate guess or am i very wrong
1: very wrong hey my god
2: all right natalie ain't so bad she's a winner <laughs> <laughs> uh, gabby is up next gabby good morning good morning guys um what's your story what's your partner's toy my partner's toy is actually a toy. It is a
3: knitted teddy bear that I made for him. It's named Tetley, and it goes everywhere with him. Even when he goes to work, it goes in his carry-on with him and, you know, off oh. on to sea.
2: My it's kind of
0: sweet, like it's weird, but it's also kind of sweet. He made it How for him. How old is
3: he, Gabby? He's 34. Um, he's had Tetley since Christmas when I made it for him, and he's now started asking for new outfits for the teddy bear. Oh,
2: that's
0: it's kind of like taking a part of Gabby with him in a weird, creepy way, I
2: suppose. So you you think it's cute. You don't think it's it's weird and embarrassing, Gabby? Oh, I think it's cute. He's got someone to cuddle out there when I'm not around. Yeah, better a teddy than something else. Hey, could you send us a photo so we can have a look and maybe put it on our Instagram going, That's pretty cute.
3: Absolutely. I'll get you guys a photo. Give give our love to Tedley,
2: mate. Now we have to give a big old sucked in to Instagram influencers who probably don't actually have real jobs. They just flog stuff on Instagram. So, a lot of people have been
0: asking me about my beauty routine and why I look the way that I No no, No Not a single person. The company that have asked you to promote it and you're paying you, they're the only ones that have asked you.
2: And you've probably never used the product, you idiot. You're just getting so many
0: questions from all of you.
2: Show me the questions. Show me the screen snaps of people being like, oh, my God, babe, how do you get your teeth so white? No one asked you. Anyway, we're getting distracted, MC. Sorry. Facebook owns Instagram, Mm -hmm. and they have decided to take off the the visibility of number of likes. So you can see how many people are liking your photos. if I post a
0: photo, I still know that I get however many likes.
2: 40 likes. But no one else sees it. It's just for you. This is the Director of Policy at Facebook for Australia and New Zealand explaining kind of what they're trying to do with the whole situation.
3: What we want to do is make sure that it doesn't feel like a competition, that you're only sharing content because of the number of likes it might receive or that you're only engaging with content because of the number of likes that your friends have shared and received. So what we're really trying to do is really depressurise the
2: platform. (sighs) I'm so excited for this because I couldn't give a rip. No. Because who cares? It's all a fake world anyway. But yeah. for some people, this is their whole life. I can't wait to see the fallout. Bring it it's on. Great. I'm going to be kicking back with popcorn. Just Centrelink
0: like, lines and, are longer than ever with yeah. ex-big brother uh-huh. housemates trying uh, to get work and money. It, when
2: they start, they'll start doing like videos on um, YouTube and Instagram oh. like crying about it, like being so upset. Bring it on.
0: Leave Instagram alone. <laughs> It's been a big show and we're about to go So give us a ring for one last thing
2: You can talk about anything that is on your mind Whether it's something we discussed earlier in the show Or maybe it's just Whatever Something that's been ruminating in that head of yours Get it off your chest Amy in Campbelltown First time caller Always makes us happy Hi Amy Hi, how are you going? So good darling girl What would you like to have a chat about? I heard your um,
3: conversation earlier about the Area 51. Oh, yeah. Uh, we... I just wanted to know what your thoughts were. Like. Do you believe
0: oh. aliens? Uh, like, the universe is so big, mm. and we are just this tiny blip, and there are so many stars, so many planets, so many galaxies out there. Like, surely. Yeah, I totally believe, Amy. We are, and is it yeah. arrogant to think that we're the top of the food
3: chain?
2: Exactly. We're absolutely not. What do you think, Amy? You're a believer? No, I.
3: Oh, I am, but I'm not. I would like to think there's something out there
2: you don't want to but
3: know about it. I don't know. It's kind of scary
0: back, yeah. all the alien movies. We did speak to it. He's an investigative filmmaker. His name's Jeremy Corbell. He yeah. spoke to people that allegedly have worked at Area 51 on spacecraft. They've
2: dismantled alien spacecraft. Yeah, it's and so there's, no,
0: there's nine of them, apparently. Oh, wow. yeah. uh, that entire chat, you're going to get that in the podcast, okay? So just download the Today FM app. You'll see it there. And, Amy,
2: thank you for calling. Vicky in Penthurst is up next. Morning, Vicky. What's going on? Good morning, guys. How Hi, are we? So good. Thank you for asking.
3: Good. I called through before when you were talking about precious partners. Oh yeah, yep. but um, I'm calling through again now. My um, ex husband used to have a piglet, you know, little piglet from Winnie Cute. the Pooh. Oh, not, oh, not an actual not an, piglet. Okay, okay. good. Yeah, no, like a toy, no, a plush toy. Cute. Yeah, a little piglet that he had from when he was a small child, and we were you know married for a while, and I wasn't allowed to touch this piglet. Oh, dear. Wasn't allowed to touch it. Wasn't allowed to wash it. Where it was did it filthy. live? Oh, just in the bedroom, just like, you know, around. Would what? he
2: bring it to bed ever or was it just?
3: Uh, yeah, sometimes he would. Sometimes he would, believe it or not. What and was... But I was, wasn't was allowed to touch it. It was filthy. It was like it, uh, it had gone from pink to grey. Uh, but it had so many, um, you know, it was falling apart. What so would happen not, if I you touched it, it or if
0: you tried to move it?
2: Well, I tried to grab it a couple of times so I could wash it. And I said, this is disgusting. No.
3: Yeah, we need to talk
2: about this tomorrow or something because we're getting quite a few calls about grown men, especially with stuffed toys still. Maybe that's
0: why they got divorced. She did say ex-husband. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: Ashley, how are you going, Darls? Good.
3: I just want to talk more about this Instagram thing. I woke up this morning and my Instagram feed
2: is completely different. Yeah, you you can't see how many likes other people's photos have gotten. What do you think about it?
3: I think it's a good idea to be honest. yeah, do you
2: fixate on how many likes things have? I
3: don't because I don't care if anyone likes me, if they don't They're like cool. me, that's too bad. I've got plenty of people in my life that love me <laughs> in for the who real I world.
2: Am. Yes, so um, are you um, like me though, you're happy that the Instagram influencers are going to just have best. a crap morning? <laughs> Yeah, it I'm glad. that
3: There's no young kids competing, oh, I've got yeah. this many likes and this. I've seen you've only got this many likes. And
2: yeah.
3: It's going to be so much better for
2: them. Good on you, Ash. I absolutely agree. You have a wonderful Thursday.
3: Can't get enough
0: Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash. Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast
3: now. Ladies
1: and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you